Welcome to the ARC Experience, featuring the stories of self-advocates with disabilities and their families from around Wisconsin. Be inspired. Take action. And now for today's episode. to the ARC Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Pugh, Executive Director of the ARC Wisconsin, and we are getting to you right before a critical election day. So I wanted to make this podcast about voting and the elections. And we have a special guest with us today. She's joining us from Washington, D.C. Maria Town is the president and CEO of the American Association of People with Disabilities, where she works to increase the political and economic power of people with disabilities. She's the former director of the city of Houston mayor's office for people with disabilities and also senior associate director in the Obama White House in charge of engagement with people with disabilities. So she knows her stuff. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Maria. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I'm really happy to be here. So Tell us a little bit about AAPD. What is AAPD and what are you doing around voting for people with disabilities in this election? Sure. Um, so as you mentioned, AAPD is the American Association of People with Disabilities. And we are a national cross-disability civil rights organization. Um, and we are focused on building the power of the cross-disability movement. So. Um, we work on a lot of different issues, employment, um, technology access, transportation, um, and again, we, when we talk about the disability community, the 61 million Americans with disabilities, it's everyone from people with developmental disabilities like me to those who acquire disabilities, um, even people who may not identify as having a disability but may say, I just don't hear as well as I used to. We're focused on everybody. Um, for voting, we have an initiative called REVUP, which stands for Register, Educate, Vote, Use Your Power. And for this year's general election, uh, November 3rd, 2020 is election day, uh, we've been doing a lot. Um, so <clears throat> first, REVUP, we have 32 different state REVUP coalitions. Um, some of them are led by various uh, ARC chapters. Some of them are led by uh, Centers for Independent Living. We've got a lot of partnerships with League of Women Voters. Um, and each of those coalitions is doing something different. Um, I'll give you an example. RevUp Texas is working across five different SILs in the, in the state, and Texas is an enormous state. They're providing transportation to the polls, information about how to cast your ballot, um, Florida is doing trainings on how to use the state's new electronic ballot delivery system. Um, so there's all kinds of work happening. And at the national level at APD, we've been really focused on making sure that advocates have the resources they need to uh -huh. make informed decisions about how, when, where, and even why to vote. Um, so we've done a couple of things. We've created a voting FAQ this election, because of COVID, um, is very different than any election we've ever seen. Right. Um, there are new options for voting. Um, not all of those options are accessible. People may have doubts as to whether or not they're secure or timely. So we've developed some resources explaining you know, how to vote by mail, um, what you may need to do to vote by mail, or how to, how to navigate um, 
voting in person safely uh, without risking your health. We've created state voting guides for all 50 states, DC and Puerto Rico. And um, if you're a spreadsheet geek like me, we've created a spreadsheet that contains, I don't wanna say every voting policy across every state that affects people with disabilities, but a lot of them. So it looks wow. at if the state allows curbside voting, um, what the rules around guardianship are for that particular state, how they, uh, how and if they allow formerly incarcerated people to vote, which are pre predominantly people with disabilities. So we're trying to do a lot. So, you know, you are investing a lot of time, energy and resources into voting for this election. And I know I've certainly um, benefited through the ARC Wisconsin of a partnership with AAPD that we're investing in creating some transportation options for people to get them to the polls or get them photo IDs. Is this a, a really critical election for people with disabilities to participate in? So every election is critical for people, everybody to participate in, particularly people with disabilities. Um, one of the reasons we're investing so much at this point in time is RevUp was started um, in 2016, in advance of the 2016 election, because we realized that, you know, people with disabilities were a powerful voting block. And um, so in, in 2018, we saw that the percentage of people with disabilities who participated in the midterm elections increased by eight and a half percent um, compared to those who participated in 2014, hmm. uh, the 2014 midterm elections. And in RevOp states, <clears throat> the percentage was actually nine and a half percent, which is great. Like maybe it means wow. we're, <laughs> we're impacting something. Um, so part of the reason we're investing so much this time around is just because the, this work is maturing, sure. um, right? And this year, more than 38 million people with disabilities will be eligible to vote. In 2016, two, more than 2 million votes would have been cast if people with disabilities voted at the same rate as people without disabilities. Um, but the thing is, we know that that gap isn't due to people without disabilities being more interested in the election. It's due right. to, uh, you know, disinformation, a lack of information, voter suppression, and accessibility barriers to the polls. And so we are, you know, doing everything we can to bridge that gap to make sure that people with disabilities can have their voices heard in, in again, every election. Um, because the more we vote, the more we can say our issues matter, the more we can make sure candidates take us seriously as they're trying to win elections. Um, and hopefully, you know, the more inclusive our democracy can become. So that's, that's the priority is just like, making sure people actually are able to and know how to exercise their right to vote. So, so I like your point. It's not that this election is any more critical. It's just that we um, hope we continue to do a better job of basically getting out the vote for this um, really important voter block. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, COVID <clears throat> um, has created new thinking around absentee voting, which people with disabilities have done for a really long time. I think there's some things that we've put in place this year that we should continue to put in place for future elections. There's other things happening this year that we really need to fight to fight against. So in addition to the resources that I've already mentioned, we prepared a COVID-19 and the disability vote report that I hope 
all local elections officials are looking at, all secretaries of state, county clerks, to really, um, again, make sure that everyone can participate in our democracy. Um, right now, people with disabilities are faced with an impossible choice of protecting their health or casting a ballot. And that's, no one should be faced with that kind of decision. No kidding. So you mentioned a lot of really awesome resources that AAPD has created and is distributing. Where can we find these resources? Sure. Um, you, so a web link is aapd.com backslash voting. Um, if it's easier, you can just go to aapd.com and click on voting in 2020. Okay, super easy. And just for our Wisconsin listeners, one of the best places to go um, here is uh, myvotewi.gov. Myvotewi.gov will show you what's on your ballot, help you find your polling place. If you've submitted an absentee ballot, help you track your ballot. So um, great resources from AAPD. Uh, some good stuff here in Wisconsin happening to get out the disability vote. And I guess the most important message is to go vote on Tuesday, right, Maria? Go vote. I should have looked up, can, can people early vote in Wisconsin right now or has it ended? So the deadlines here in Wisconsin, absentee ballot must be received by 8 p.m. on November 3rd. Um, there is in-person absentee voting, which is called early voting that started on October 30th. And you have to contact your clerk for information on early voting locations. We also have curbside voting uh, in Wisconsin, but that's important for you to call your municipal clerk ahead of time to understand how that's going to work. And then um, you can register at the polls in Wisconsin on election day. Yeah, so that's that's critical information. One of the things that we're worried about is just delays in the mail. So especially because of the Supreme Court decision affecting Wisconsin uh, just uh, you know this past week, um, I would strongly encourage people try to vote in person if they can and make make a plan to vote in person that is that fits with their access and safety needs. Yeah, I would, I would concur with that. Don't um, rely on the mail anymore with the few days that are left. Make that plan to vote in person. Any final words of wisdom for us here in Wisconsin, Maria? First, thank you again, Lisa. You've been an amazing partner. I just want to end with a quote from Justin Dart, the you know grandfather of the ADA and one of APD's founders. Uh, vote as if your life depends on it because it does. Uh, we need everybody participating in our democracy. Thanks so much for joining us, Maria, and thank you to our listeners. You have been listening to the ARC Experience podcast. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time. Today's episode of the ARC Experience was brought to you by the ARC Wisconsin, the state's oldest advocacy organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's funded in part by the Wisconsin Board for People with Developmental Disabilities. Our theme music, called Species, is the property of EY5Z and cannot be copied or distributed without permission. It was produced by Eleanor Cheatham, a composer and artist with autism.